Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spock. Welcome to what will be kind of a brief edition of Spock Sports Show here on Buck 92. No interviews on this Monday night. We'll have more coming later this week as we head into district play for our baseball and softball teams. But what I'm going to do right now is go through all of our five ultra locals, where they're going to be at for districts, who I think is going to be favorites, you know, yada, 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 that kind of thing. And our coverage will start Saturday, June 3rd in Beale City for the baseball districts as Sacred Heart Academy will take on the winner of Farwell Coleman. That game takes place tomorrow night, Wednesday, May 30th. Well, we'll start with softball and an odd switch for softball. Beal, Sacred Heart, they're not in the same districts together for, you know, baseball. But Beal, softball will be hosting their district. Just four teams in it, Farwell and Coleman on one side, Beal City and Marion. Farwell and Coleman and all these records not necessarily up to date with the MHSA.com. you got so many cancellations and whatnot. It's hard for these coaches, these ADs, to get all these records on there. So when you hear me list a team, might only have 10, 12, 15, 19 games. Well, that's just the way it is. That's just what I'm going by from the MHSA.com. But Farwell is 7-19, Coleman 18-12. Definitely favor Coleman in that one. Those two teams were scheduled to play earlier this year. That game did not happen. But the winner of Beale City and Marion will be the big favorite in the district championship. And Marion is number 10 ranked in the state. They're 27-1. Beale City comes in at 26 and 10. And usually those teams would play, you know, Marion not in the Highland Conference anymore. But Marion's only loss is to Big Rapids. They lost to them 11 to 2. And here's why I think that's a big deal. Beale City's schedule much tougher than Marion's. Beale City beat Big Rapids. Again, Marion's only loss on the season 17 to 0 in three innings and 11 to 6. So in other words, Marion's only loss on the year, Beale made pretty quick work of them. So I think Beale City's actually the favorite in this game, despite that 27-1 record with Marion. Put Marion in that Highland Conference, probably right around the same record as Beale City with that 26-10. So throw out that record versus bad teams. Beale can definitely beat Marion despite that record. Whoever wins that game be a big favorite over Farwell or Coleman, and I expect it to be Coleman in that district championship. And you ask me to pick a favorite, I'm going to go with Beale. That's why you play those tough games in the regular season is to be prepared for when you get to districts. doesn't matter if you got that 27-1 and record record said Farwell's in at 7-19 and they could go all the way and win it all if they kept on winning so now on to Breckenridge where you find Sacred Heart Academy it's just strange that they're not in the same district as the Beale City Aggies but the big matchup for this district actually takes place on May 30th as Sacred Heart Academy takes on Carson City Crystal. The Irish are 23-12 on the year. Carson City Crystal coming in at 21-15. Sacred Heart is honorable mention in D4. And you go back, well, just 10 days ago from when I'm doing this, Sacred Heart Academy beat Carson City Crystal 14-0 and 9-3. So I think they're big favorites in that game tomorrow to move on to take on Vesterberg, who's 11-15. And And Sacred Heart Academy, Carson City, whoever wins that game will be the only team left with a winning record in that district with Vesterberg, Montebella, and Fulton. But what's really intriguing, though, about all this, Beale City, Sacred Heart Softball, if they matched up, it could be all the way in the regional final. And it could be the latest these two rivals have ever met in the playoffs. The game would be at Carson City Crystal. We'll have to do a little bit more research on that. Said it's usually district championship where those two teams are matching up, and that could be the case for baseball when we get there as well. 
So that's what's going on with the two local D4 teams. Another, you know, strange switch here, Shepard softball. When we talk about baseball, baseball will be Division II, but softball is Division Three, and they're in just an absolute loaded district, similar to Shepard baseball that we'll talk about here in a few minutes. All teams are above 500 in this district. They're actually playing Friday, June 2nd, too, not on Saturday. On one side of the bracket, you got Sanford Meridian at 26-12, and 12, and Ithaca, who's 16-16. and 16. Meridian beat Shepard twice earlier this month on May 9th, 6-5 and 9 Nine to two. On the other side of that bracket, you've got St. Louis, who's thirty and nine on the year. Honorable mention in the Division Three rankings and twenty-two and fourteen. Shepherd, however, Shepherd's fourteen losses—they're a bit deceiving. Goodrich, Dearborn Academy, Big Rapids, Gaylord, Midland—all schools that they're playing up against. You talk about five seniors at Shepherd; they're all playing at the next level. Go check out one of the latest Fox Sports shows. I was able to sit out with all five of those seniors: Liv Reganfoos, Adria Reed, Kendra Welch. Isabel Robinson and Abby Robinson. Just great being able to talk with all five of them. But you said all five of them seniors, all five of them playing at the next level. If they're able to make it out of this loaded district, I expect them to be able to make some noise. That Sanford Meridian got them twice earlier this year, and St. Louis also going to be a very tough matchup. And the Claire Pioneers, they've got a tough opener in their district. Standa Sterling, who was 22-4 on the year. And again, the ranked number 10 might be a few games missing on there, so the record might not be as good as it looks like. But the good news for Claire, they've already beat Pinconning twice, who will be the big favorites on the other side of the district, as Harrison and Beaverton play tomorrow, and then all these other games will be on Saturday. But yeah, Standish, they can get by them. I think they would be big favorites in that district final. But Standish, that 22-4 record, they have to call them the favorites, and they are also playing at home too. And about Pleasant Oiler girls playing in, well, the normal district. More about that in a couple minutes as they're at Bay City Central with Midland, Midland Dow, Bay City Central, and Bay City Western. Mount Pleasant Oiler girls are already quote-unquote in the district semifinals as they'll take on Bay City Western. Again, you go look at their schedules. Mount Pleasant just at 10-5, Bay City Western at 7-5. Score from 5-8 was not available on MHSA.com, but both teams did fall twice to Midland High. It's going to be the big favorite in this district. They're 23-4. They open up play with Bay City Central tomorrow, and then they'll take on, well, if they win, they'll take on rival Midland Dow in the district semifinals on Saturday with Mount Pleasant Bay City Western on the other side of that bracket and the winners facing off against each other. So if I'm trying to pick favorites for districts, I mean, it, it's a tough one. I think if there's one clear favorite to pick, it's Sacred Heart Academy and their district with Carson City Crystal, Montebello, Fulton, and Vesterberg. And actually, as I look at that, they may have beaten all four of these teams already this year. So the Beale City girls going up against a team that's 27-1 and on paper, but I don't think they've played in that tough of a schedule. And the one team that they lost to, they lost to Big Rapids 11-2. Beale City dusted them 17-0 and 11-6. So I could definitely see Beale City, Sacred Heart Academy coming out of their district. And Shepard, again, just an absolute loaded district with them, Sanford Meridian, and St. Louis. I think with those five seniors, you know, that senioritis, they know this is it for their high school sports careers. All of them playing at the next level. I think they might turn it up a notch or two and get through there. And the other girls, they're going to have a tough out against Midland High if they do get to that district championship. But could have a bunch of girls softball district champions this year. But I do think the team with the best chance to come out a district champion is going to be the Sacred Heart Academy Irish Girls, who, if you remember, made it all the way to the state semifinals last year before losing to Ottawa Lake Whiteford. Now let's take a quick break here on Spock Sports Show. When we come back, it's all about those baseball districts and a, you know a deep, deep dive into where we're going to be out in Beale City. You listen to Spock Sports Show on Buck 92 and podcasting wherever you get your podcasts presented by Barberry Law Firm. If you've got legal questions... And you don't know what to do My attorney is Joe Barbary He can be yours too 
Hi, this is Joe Barber. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the Central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind if you're injured or, God forbid, a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident. Contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. We now return you to Chris Spockman and the Spock Sports Show, live from the Barbary Law Firm's mobile sports studio, right here on Buck 92. Welcome back to Spock Sports Show on Buck 92, presented by Barbary Law Firm. Every case they take, they take personally. Ran down softball district scenarios. Now time to talk about the baseball scenarios. Start with the Mount Pleasant Oilers in Division One, and they going to have to be road warriors. Talked about the district for the girls. You got the two base cities, the two Midlands, and Mount Pleasant. It's usually what it is for basketball, but now this is the second straight year the Oilers are going to have to go north. And this year, Marquette is the host. The Oilers face Alpena at home tomorrow, but if they're victorious there, they're going to be in Marquette Saturday to take on TC Central. On the other side of the bracket, you've got TC West and Marquette. Again, you go look online, 13-4 is Alpena's record. You know, not all the games there. Mount Pleasant at 18-11 on the season. I think they're big favorites, though, over Alpena. Saginaw Valley, compared to what Alpena plays, it is just not the same. Brodachuk, you know, out for the Oilers, though. The pitching may be a, a, a bit thin for a deep run. I haven't talked Coach Apple that much this year, but I still pick the Oilers to win this district, be, be big favorites, have another shot at Bay City Western. If you didn't know, earlier this year, undefeated Bay City Western, well, they do have a tie with Mount Pleasant, a game that went scoreless for 10 innings. Ooh, that would be a classic if those two matched up again. In Division Two, you just have the Shepherd Blue Jays. I said it's kind of a strange scenario with the Shepherd Blue Jay girls being a Division Three, the Shepherd Blue Jay boys being a Division Two. But you know that stuff kind of quirky happens because you know, some teams don't have baseball, softball programs. Now, the Jays, just like the girls, in one of the most loaded districts for baseball and softball this spring. Every one of the five teams has got a winning record, according to MHSA.com. Freeland is 23 and 10. Garber is 16 and 11. Those two teams play each other, with the winner taking on the number eight ranked team in the state in Division Two, Midland Bullet Creek, who's 28 and 4. On the other side of the bracket, you've got Shepard at 23 and 11, playing the number nine ranked Bay City John Glenn, who is 25 and 4. And the Jays are totally capable of winning this district, but it's going to come down to pitching when you've got a district like this. Like I said, 23 and 10 for Freeland, 16 and 11 for Garber, 28 and 4 for Bullet Creek, 25 and 4 for John Glenn, 23 and 11 for Shepard. You look at some of the other districts; these coaches have just got to be rolling their eyes a little bit of why you know maybe Shepard couldn't have gone west or something like that, and they might have had a little bit easier time. So five teams with a winning record it just makes this a toss-up. Freeland beat Bay City John Glenn a couple times earlier this year for some of their four losses, and they're 23 and 10. Shepard plays a really tough schedule in that Jack Pine Conference and some of the outside competition that they picked up this year. And so I think it's just a toss-up right here. If you're going to favor somebody, you've got 28 and 4 Midland Bullet Creek, who is the highest-ranked team. I'll say them, but I would not be surprised if Shepard is hoisting yet another district championship trophy for baseball this Saturday. And we'll keep sliding down divisions, head to Division Three to take a quick look at the Clare District before we take a deep five into that D4 district that we will be covering on the Buck 92 Airwaves on Saturday. 
Claire actually plays their district opener tomorrow versus Harrison, who they bested 5-2, 13-3 on May 4th. So I expect them to be a big favorite to move on to take on Chip Hills. On the other side of the bracket, you've got Reed City and Everett and Leroy Pine River. And this one is a bit more difficult to decipher for me as full records aren't available. It's at just 7-7 seven and seven for Everett at the MHSA.com. But if you make me, I'd say Reed City is going to beat Everett. And I would probably favor them over Leroy Pine River as well. Again, Leroy Pine River, just a 12-6 and six record at the, or 10-6 record, pardon me, at the MHSA.com. So just full records not there. But Claire, Reed City, I think those are the two teams that will probably match up in that district championship. Again, it's going to be determined by pitching, fielding, coaching. Miles Haggard out there, though, for the Claire Pioneers. Definitely not counting them out. But now let's take a deep foot dive into that Division Four district that we will be covering. And so tomorrow you've got Coleman taking on Farwell. And at the MHSA website, Coleman is 5-20, Farwell is 1-13. The winner of that game will take on Secretary Academy, who's ranked number 12 in Division Four. On the other side of the bracket, you've got number 4 ranked Beale City taking on an 0-16 Vestaberg team. The only Division Four loss for Beale City is Fowler, the first game of the year. And they did beat Sacred Heart Academy 16-7 and 5-2 earlier this year. I do expect it to be Beale City, Sacred Heart, and the district championship. But our coverage this coming Saturday morning will start with Sacred Heart Academy taking on the winner of Coleman Farwell, followed by Beale City and Vesterberg, followed by that district championship. And as I said, I expect that Beale City, Sacred Heart, they're going to be monster favorites to face off in that district final. And you go back to May 11th when Beale City won 16-7 and 5-2. Neither team threw their number one pitcher, and so it could be a duel with Caden Smith and Joe McDonald. And you look on now to the regional semifinals. I expect one of those teams to be moving on, and that's who will continue to follow. Merrill is the team that I expect to win the opposite district of Beale City and Sacred Heart. And Merrill's ranked number 13 in the state right now, and they did best Sacred Heart Academy twice earlier this year. And that regional final matchup, again, I'm looking way forward here with this district because this is where our coverage is going to start and is going to stay for as far as one of these teams go. No big surprise. Probably going to be Muskegon Catholic Central, barring an upset. They won't have to face a team with a winning record until they get to the regional final with possibly Bear Lake, who is way down from last year. So the Irish or the Aggies then got a good shot at MSU. Whoever gets out of that district has a chance to go a long way, and the same is going to go for next year. I think Beale City's got one senior, and Sacred Heart might just have one senior on their team as well. So that's where our coverage is going to start. Sacred Heart, Saturday morning, taking on the winner of Coleman Farwell. And after that, it'll be Beale City versus Vesterberg with the district championship game to follow that one. And the big favorites here are going to be Sacred Heart Academy and Beale City to move on there. And then, like I said, when they played earlier this year, neither team threw their number one pitcher, so it should be a doozy of a game. And make sure you join us this Saturday. But as far as favorites go for baseball, Claire, toss-up with Reed City. Shepard, I'm not going to call them the favorites in their district because you have two teams that are ranked in Bullet Creek. That 28-4 record is just outstanding. But every team's got a winning record in that district. You don't know who's going to win that first game when do you throw your number one pitcher how good is your number two pitcher your number three pitcher that one is an absolute toss-up there for me with Bay City John Glenn Shepard Bullet Creek Freeland and Essexville Garber but I do think Mount Pleasant is a favorite to win their district with TC Central TC West Alpena Marquette and themselves and if they do win that hopefully they'll have another matchup with Bay City Western look to avenge one of their only losses 
So there's a rundown of, you know, the high school baseball, softball districts for our five ultra-local teams. Thanks so much for joining me on this edition of Spock Sports Show. Be catching up with more of these teams after they win some district championships. That's what's coming up next Monday on Spock Sports Show. And a look ahead to our baseball and softball regionals. And also be catching up with Carrie Hamill, Wyla Claire. Congratulations to the Shepherd Girls track team winning the state championship. And also Claire winning the was MITCA state championship as well for the third year in a row. More on that coming up on Spock Sports Show. I'm Buck. 92 every Monday night at 7 o'clock and podcasting wherever you get your podcasts.